listening to Behind the Design Podcast, your digital version of co-working that takes you behind the scenes on how to create an authentic brand, build an intentional business, and live a life with purpose every single day. I'm your host and brand guru, Olivia Silvestro, equipping you with the tools to wake up every day doing what you love and make money doing it. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get to it. This is the burning question I get from so many people when asking about running or starting a successful business. How do you get your clients? Over the last two and a half years of being in business, I have tried a variety of different tactics. Some proved to be successful and some eh, not so much. So in today's episode, I'm sharing the top five tried and true ways to consistently generate new leads, along with some other helpful tips, resources, and little nuggets of advice to bringing in new clients consistently. Let's get to it. So I feel like it's been a while since I've sat down to record a podcast interview, so I'm pretty excited to bring this episode to you. Usually I try to batch schedule doing my podcast, but recently with traveling and doing all this stuff, it just has not worked out. So I'm excited to bring this episode to you and share the five ways to consistently generate new leads. And this was a question that I get a lot, both from my clients, from some of my coaching clients that I have as well. And just from you guys on Instagram yesterday, I shared like a little comment box on Instagram, just asking what questions you guys had about this episode. So I'm going to be sharing some of them or answering your questions here. So if you ever want to ask me any questions or about any topic or want a specific topic, feel free to DM me on Instagram, or you can even shoot me an email, Olivia at currentdesignstudio.com. I only create this content for you and to help you build your business, your brand, and build a life that you're obsessed with. The more questions that I get, the more content I can create for you and the more help I can be. So before we get into this episode, let's talk about the good, bad, and woo-woo for the week. So my good was last week I was in Florida and that was super fun. I got to tag along on my boyfriend's business trip and it's just super cool because it reminds me why I started my business in the first place and that was to travel, to spend more time with my friends and my family and I got to do all of those last week just by working in the hotel room and escaping the cold. So that was super fun. I feel like I say this every episode, but the bad, I wish that I had a different name for that. So if you have a name suggestion, send me a DM or something and help me out because I don't want it to be bad. (laughs) But setting boundaries is a lesson that I'm learning right now with clients and people in general. And this is actually something that I'm going to do a podcast episode on this that's going to air next week. So make sure you tune into that. But that's been just a lesson that I've been learning is setting boundaries with clients and making sure that I can show up as the best I can as a leader, as a brand designer, and as an extension of my client's team. And the best thing to do for that is going to be set boundaries and to do it up front. So that's something that a lesson that I'm working through this week. And again, doing a podcast episode on it next week. So make sure you tune in. And my woo-woo is that energetically, I've been feeling a little 
overwhelmed. So I've been doing a grounding practice before I go to bed and when I wake up in the morning just to feel not so crazy. I don't know if it's been like the traveling and just coming back from Bali and having to really dissect and just come back into day to day, but I've been feeling kind of overwhelmed and frenzied. So for my grounding practice, I've been doing my red light therapy at night and listening to music and doing a feet up on the wall and drinking tea with turmeric in it. And I've been doing that in the morning as well, doing my red light therapy again, and then also doing some grounding meditation. So that's just what I've been doing. And if you feel a little overwhelmed, a little frenzied, a little bit like there's so much going on, but you can't organize, make sure you come back to yourself, regroup, and, you know, stay grounded rather than trying to do a million things at once, because that's definitely what I do. (laughs) And one little announcement before we get into the episode is we are now taking new brand and website design clients. So if you are in the wellness space and you are looking for a creative BFF as an extension of your team to help you bring your vision to life for your brand so that it aligns with your mission and your passion, connects with your ideal clients and turns your audience into high paying clients. We are your go-to studio. We only work with health and wellness businesses. We know you, we get you, we understand all the woo-woo stuff that you do for your clients and the impact that you're making on the world and we want to help you. So head to currentdesignstudio.com slash contact and we can start working together today. Okay, that is enough of the announcements today. Again, if you want to share your good, bad, and woo-woo for the week, there is a template on our IG highlights at current.designstudio, and you could use that template and share your good, bad, and woo-woo for the week, and I would love to see yours. Okay, That's enough of everything. Let's get into today's episode, the five ways to consistently generate new leads for your business. Before I get into these five tips, there's one thing that you absolutely need to have in place before you apply any of these. And this is who your ideal client is. Now, if you've been following along with me since the beginning of time (laughs) for the last two and a half years, this is something I preach all the time. You absolutely need to know who your ideal client is. And the reason for this is because every single thing you do is for your ideal client, your marketing, your website, the content that you put out, the services that you provide, they are solving a problem for your ideal client. And if you don't know who your ideal client is, then you can't help them. And what you're putting out into the world is not going to stick. So if you're listening to this episode and your Instagram posts go out there and you get crickets, you feel like you're posting everything all the time and nothing is coming out of it and you're just not attracting clients or your ideal clients at all, it's because you don't have a solid foundation for who your ideal client is and you're not speaking to them directly. There is a ideal client workbook. It's free. The link is in the show notes and 
you need to download this and fill it out and figure out who your ideal client is in order to apply these five steps. Otherwise, these five steps are not going to even work because you're going to be just throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping that it sticks. You really need to get clear on who your ideal client is and figure out how you want to connect with them. So this is going to come with your messaging and figuring out how to position yourself as an expert for this ideal client. I did a podcast a few weeks ago on the top three mistakes you're making with your branding and how to fix them. And one of them is talking about who your ideal client is. So go back, listen to that episode. And it's the first mistake. So I talk about that and I give you actionable steps to identify who your ideal client is. So go back, listen to that, but then really get clear download this ideal client workbook and it will help you. This is the first thing that I do with my clients is we figure out who their ideal client is and then we do everything else. So we do the strategy and then identifying who their ideal client is, their messaging. That is what drives the vision for the logo, the website content, the services, the process. That whole thing is literally based around the ideal client and what their problem is. Long story long, Before you do any of these things, figure out who your ideal client is and then you can start applying these. Okay, now to the lead generation. Number one is having a website that is clear and depicts exactly who you are, the problem you solve, who you solve it for, and how someone can work with you. So your website should be very clear, speaking directly to your ideal client, saying, this is your story, this is how you can help, and these are the programs that I can do in order to help you. So having a website that's clear, minimal, easy to follow along and directed at your ideal client. If you don't have a website and you don't know where to start, we have website templates for wellness entrepreneurs that are on our website, currentdesignstudio.com backslash template dash collection. And I'm not just saying this as a plug. I literally made these with you in mind for wellness entrepreneurs to DIY websites without breaking the bank. And they're easy to use drag and drop website builders. I put the link in the show notes and you can create these websites. And there's also a full library for you of videos showing you how to do these. So it's not just your normal website template. Having a clear, concise website that shows your personality, speaks to your ideal client, and clearly depicts your services is number one. Because if you're doing, you know, your marketing, you're on Instagram, Facebook, blah, 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 and then someone goes to the link and goes to your website and it either doesn't look good or it's really confusing, no one knows how to contact you, blah, 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 it's not going to convert into anything. I also did a podcast episode on the top three things to have on your coaching website. So go back, listen to that podcast episode so you know exactly what to have on your website. For starter, if you don't even have a website right now or you feel like your website is a mess, just start with these top three pages and then launch it from there. First, figure out who your ideal client is and then go to your website and make those changes. So number one, having a clear, concise, straight to the point website. Number two, consistently provide value. So if you are showing up every once in a while on your stories and you're showing your dog, the coffee you drink, and 
then sometimes you show the client work that you're doing. That's not going to show off your expertise. So you want to continuously show up and provide value showing your expertise so that your audience can know, like, and trust you. So what you want to do is something like create content that comes out consistently. So say every Wednesday you have a podcast, every Friday a blog post comes out, every Monday a IGTV comes out, something like that where you're consistently showing up and showing value for information. So these are going to be posts and content that are showing your ideal client hint, 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 why I said you have to know who your ideal client is, showing your ideal client that you're the best person for the job and giving them tangible tips that they can implement right now. So if you're a health coach, you can say something like five steps to a morning routine or five foods to eliminate from your diet, something like that where your ideal client can immediately make a difference and you're providing value for their life. So when they see, you know, your Instagram story or they see your Instagram post or a Facebook post or a blog on LinkedIn, they know that they need to sit down, listen to it, and they're going to use that information. And that's just in general, you know, just in general posting. So if you want to post three times a week, make sure it's valuable information that's directed at your ideal client that they can immediately use and that's going to transform their life. You want to give them a taste of what it is like to work with you. So they see your posts all the time. You're always showing up on Instagram. You're showing up on your stories. You're showing up on Facebook. You're showing up on your podcast where they're like, oh my God, she gives away so much free, valuable information. I wonder what it's like to work with her. And this is really the long sale approach, right? You know, you want to keep showing up, showing people you care, showing your expertise, positioning yourself as the expert, So that when they are ready to work with someone like you, they think you're at top of mind. So that's going to be omnipresence is being top of mind no matter what. And that's going to happen with consistently showing up and providing valuable information. Other ways that you can provide valuable information, maybe not consistently, but maybe on like a monthly basis or every other month or you know, every quarter, whatever that is, is webinars or masterclasses. So hosting a masterclass, you know, you can gather emails through that way, but then also just doing a long mini training to get in touch with your audience, show that you care and different ways like that. You can also do YouTube videos, have a blog every other month, do some email marketing. And then if you want to start a podcast and all that stuff. So there's a lot of different ways that you can show up for your audience. But the real thing that you want to do when you're creating content is to provide value and then show up consistently. So if this means that you're posting every three days, every four days, whatever that is for you, do it consistently. And some tips that I have for this is be realistic. Don't be like, okay, I have absolutely no rhyme or reason to what I'm doing now, but I'm going to go from posting one day a week to posting every single day on all platforms. Well, that's just not reasonable and you're going to drive yourself mad by doing that. So be reasonable on what you're going to do and maybe just have one thing like, okay, every Monday I'm going to do an Instagram story at 10 a.m. sharing the top 10, 
yoga poses for a energetic week. Make sure you're showing up and doing that every single Monday so that your audience starts to know, okay, every Monday at 10 a.m. I see her posts. I'm so excited to watch them and do the yoga postures. Being consistent and realistic. And then I also plan my content like a few weeks in advance. My team and I will do it together, but I use Asana, Slack, and Unum. And those are all three free resources that I use. Actually, I think I pay for Asana. It's like $10, but my whole team can use it. Everyone, my clients can use it. And we post our posts for the week in there. Slack, we just go back and forth on. And then Unum is the free app that I use to curate the aesthetic of my feed because I care about that. And to be honest, it's super fun for me. Like I love going through and like picking pictures that look good together. And that's probably why I'm a designer. So those are just some random resources that I use. I will link those in the show notes. Number three, networking. And this is one that I feel like a lot of people don't take seriously, but it's literally the reason why I have a huge database of referrals and clients in San Diego, even though I haven't lived there in over a year. And networking is important for a few reasons. One, to get that face-to-face connection. People are more likely to hire you, to refer you, to expand your network if they've made that face-to-face connection. And it expands your network because even if you meet someone at a networking event and they don't need you, they will be more likely to refer you to someone they know might. You know, whereas on Instagram, if they say, oh, I've been following this girl, but I don't know what she's like to work with. I don't know her personality, blah, blah, blah. They might not refer you. But networking groups are so amazing for that. Some awesome networking groups that I love, um, Dames Collective, shout out to Chanel if you're listening. She's one of my really good friends. Dames Collective is in quite a few cities. Rising Tide Society is awesome. That's in a ton of cities. I'm pretty sure that's in like every town. And Creative Mornings, that's another one that's in a lot of really big cities. And this way you get out of your house and you meet people that are also entrepreneurs and you can expand your network of referrals. And if you can continue to go back to the same networking event every month or every few weeks, that's really, really going to help you. And that's just going to make a home base for you in your area. And it's going to be a way for you to expand your database. And if you're listening, you're like, oh my God, I'm way too much of an introvert to go out and network, understand that everyone is in the same place as you. We all work from home. We all stay in our robes until like 2 p.m. And we all just want to meet some other creative entrepreneurs to talk about business with. So everyone goes there alone. You know, the more you go, the more people you'll meet and you'll start to create maybe some sort of like little mini mastermind and just a referral database, basically. So Networking is so important and I would make it a goal to go to one networking event a month. So that's been my goal. If you want to be held accountable, send me a DM because I need to be held accountable for this. I haven't gone to one in February yet. Number three, networking. Number four is a lead follow-up system. So if you do a discovery call with someone and then you send them an email and then nothing and then you don't respond to them ever and you don't hear from them ever again, you are losing out on leads. You need to follow up with a lead at least five to seven times before you get a definite no. 
And it doesn't need to be anything crazy. It can be, you know, every few days, hey, blah, 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 just checking in to see if you have any questions for me about the proposal I sent over. I would love to work with you. If you need to schedule another call, here's the link to my calendar. Something like that where you're consistently touching them, checking in with them until you get a definite no. So if you have no lead follow-up system right now, you absolutely need to start doing this. And it doesn't need to be salesy or sleazy, but some people just need that follow-up. They need that extra encouragement that they forget people are busy, people forget to answer emails, they think that you sent something but you didn't and blah, blah, blah. So you definitely need to follow up at least five to seven times before you get a definite no. And it could be every few days, every three days, it could be you know every two days for the first few emails and then longer in between, but you need to have some sort of lead follow-up system in there so that you are not losing leads there. I have gotten clients after following up seven times and multiple times. And it's just because they're busy. They need to check in on things. They basically they just get busy and they kind of forget and you're not top of mind. So making sure that you're consistent, you say, if you don't book by this date, you can give a deadline. You can say that you're raising your prices because most people do. So just make sure you're continuously following up with your leads and you're not just letting those slip and under your fingers because that can happen. Okay, and last but not least, number five, client success stories. So you want to share the results that you are going to provide to your ideal client, to your audience. You might think that people, oh, they already know what I do, but you need to over-communicate the results you're going to produce for them. So you take your ideal client and you find their pain point. So what is the pain point? What are your services going to solve for them? And then you need to get testimonials or client success stories or results that share those same pain points and the transformation that happened for this. And this is super important for all coaches and anyone that is in the business of transforming people's lives because other people want to see what you've done for other people, right? So they wanna know about you, your journey, but then also what you're producing for other people. So I would say sharing at least a testimonial a week. If you can get a video testimonial, that would be awesome to add in your Instagram stories or on Facebook would be amazing. And having these testimonials and sharing the results and seriously over communicating these to your audience and sharing, okay, if this is you, this is what can happen if we work together. And I think I am so guilty of doing this, just assuming that our audience know what it is we do and what we can do for them, but it's not true. So over communicating those results that you're producing. And to be honest, I would even have maybe a page on your website that has these results, especially if you're a coach in the wellness space, you want to show people want to see that transformation. So in 2019, this was actually a marketing trend was the client success stories and the testimonials was because people want to hear from other people. And actually, if you notice the HelloFresh or those types of commercials, they're all doing testimonial 
they're not professional photos or professional video commercials. They're literally people holding their cell phones, doing selfies about how awesome HelloFresh is. And this is a perfect example because other people are like, oh, wow, she's just like me. I want to buy HelloFresh. And that's how you want people to feel about working with you. So identifying your ideal client and then getting that testimonial and those results and showing similar people if this is you, these are results that we can produce together. Okay, so just to recap, the five ways to consistently generate new leads. One, have a clear, concise website. Get straight to the point who you are, what you do, who you do it for, and how you can work together. And having a really clear contact page. Again, episode on the top three mistakes you're making with your branding talks about your ideal client. And then I also have the top three pages on your coaching website. Number two, provide value consistently online on every platform. Number three, networking, get that face-to-face connection. Number four, having some sort of lead follow-up system. And number five, sharing client success stories. Okay, I hope that this was helpful. And again, if you ever have any questions for me about these episodes or content that I share on here, I would love to hear from you. You can send me a DM on Instagram at current.designstudio or you can send me an email directly, olivia at currentdesignstudio.com. So I am so excited that you tuned in here. Again, if you ever share any part of the podcast leave a review share it on instagram make sure to tag me so i can see it i will give you a free website audit for your whole website i've done a few for a few of you listeners so be sure to do that and tune in but thank you so much and i will see you next week 